Hey, this is Kevin J. And if you want to start using your free time to live a life by design, then you should be listening to the Free Time Podcast with my good friend and homie, Carl Zona. You'll know if somebody's interested based on their pockets, based on the money that they're giving you. You know, you can always say if somebody really wants something, you can tell if they're willing to pay for it. Once you make that financial commitment to yourself and you really plunge into spanking on something, you're going to want to make that money back regardless, you know, regardless of how you do it. Deep down in your gut, you know there's more to life than waking up for school or work, going through the motions just to get by, and living for the weekend. But you're still scared and uncertain about what your true purpose in life is. Welcome to the Free Time Podcast, your very own community and virtual support group created to help you leverage your free time as a valuable asset so you can start to improve your mindset, learn self-empowerment skills, and ultimately find true fulfillment to move you towards the incredible life that was specifically created for you to live. This is more than a podcast dropping three episodes a week. This is a movement built around real people sharing real stories focused on helping you make the most of your life by becoming super intentional with your time. Brought to you by your host, Carl Sona. Now, before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a quick announcement. We're on a mission to build a movement here around the topics of self-empowerment, mental health, and personal fulfillment. These are all some really big topics that we all deal with as human beings, but also they're topics that will look a little different for each of us as individuals. And so I'd love to put a name with the face and learn more about who you are and where you are currently along your journey. So I'm super excited to announce that I'm offering free 15-minute Zoom phone calls with me in order for us to get better acquainted. If you're at all interested in this, please hit the link to my calendar in the show notes below to sign up for a time, and I'll see you there. Now, without further ado, let's jump into our episode today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Free Time Podcast, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today is a very special one. I'm joined by my homie, Kevin Joseph from Austin, Texas. Kevin J helps e-commerce brands generate $5 for every dollar spent using Facebook and Instagram advertising. Damn, that is not a bad deal. He has also helped several multi-million dollar brands like Curves and Combat Boots, Jewelry.com, Megafood, and many more through his online techniques. Kevin, thank you so much for being here, my man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. What an intro. Yeah, brother, man. You got to do it right. I, I feel like the, the intro sets the tone not just for the guests, not just for the audience, but also for myself, man. I'm really trying to, you know, I'm really trying to vibe with my guests and really get into, you know, some nitty gritty, man. So I think the introduction is, is so, so, so pivotal. But dude, it's been a while since you and I connected, man. I mean, you and I, to kind of take it back, first met at Travis Chapel's live event in Vegas, man. And I remember seeing you walk in. I was like, damn, like, what is this NFL football player doing in here? <laughs> for real man like you, you just sort of like you just sort of like glided into the room you had the dress going you were looking fresh and like it, it obviously you caught my attention because I go to a lot of these self-development things and I am so often the only African-American the only African-American yeah, male you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like tell me about your experience man being an uh, you know an African-American young man in this entrepreneurial community 
Like, what's that like for you? Bro? Yeah, man. No, dude, same, man. Like, it's it's literally the same. Like, I'm I have now gone to so many conferences and networking events. I have kind of just like learned and just came to realization like I'm going to be one of the few African American people there. Not even just males, just people in general. So, you know, think pros and cons. Obviously, you want to see more of your own people there too. But pros, it definitely helps when we see one another at the event. It makes that connection that much better. That's I, I know personally for me, like me seeing you at the event, I was like, oh yeah, bet, like <laughs> for sure, right? What's up, boo? Like, you know, it's it's a very easy, easy connection because you know it goes without explaining. Like you know, and I know, you know, and but so since we're both here, we both know that we're going toward the same path, so we need to connect. You know, and it, it just happens that simple, man. So yeah, yeah, one hundred, man. You know, I got into that whole personal development networking space a couple of years ago when I just wasn't really honestly up to a whole lot in my life, you know, so I, I got a little curious about how I could peel the layers back and really start to discover how I could come into more of my own. And you just mentioned that yesterday you celebrated your 27th birthday. Happy belated, man. Talk about, oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Talk, the, talk about the importance of this time of life and that age you know, in terms of really taking a level of ownership of mastering who you are. I feel like 27 is that year where, you know, not for everybody, obviously we have our, we all have our own journeys and whatnot, but I feel like 27 is kind of that, that middle ground where people start to really, you know, get into some of those tough questions. 30s coming, you know, the fun part all of the right. 20s are behind us. So what's that like for you, man? What's your thought process around all of that? Yeah. Biggest thing is just the weeks before my birthday, just really did a lot of self-questioning, you know, just asking myself and really just figuring out a lot of self-doubt validation things, understanding that what makes me happy and what makes me tick and what makes me go, just moving forward, how to move with that with purpose. And that was honestly, yeah, I, you know, going into my birthday, yeah, it was just, it kind of just dawned on me, like these questions. Yeah, man. So I think it's really important just to kind of sit back and really just reflect, you know, every year, every month, every week, honestly, just a little bit about, okay, where am I going now? What am I doing? So I think now that my birthday was coming up, that year reflection of from 25 to 26, from 26 to 27, like, how do I see my life progressing? Whether it's business, business, personal, health-wise, just in general, What's that thing that's going to help me to keep driving to where now when I'm 30, you know, I'm, I'm on a machine now. Yeah. So to piggyback off of that point, let's go back to just a handful of years ago. Let's call it age 23. Mm -hmm. Knowing what you know now, you know, obviously we're going to get into a little bit of your journey as far as starting your business online. When you think about 23-year-old Kevin, is 23-year-old Kevin pretty surprised about how far 27-year-old Kevin has come? What does that journey look like over the last handful of years? Yeah, man, that's a good question. The biggest thing from 23 to 27 has just been perseverance, dude. That's just been the biggest thing. I knew what I want and I knew what I didn't want. I more so knew what I didn't want, not even that what I wanted. Sometimes I still don't even know what I want, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. And, and so... And so um, I know what I didn't want, though. And so I know I didn't want to have this life of working in corporate. I know I didn't want to have this life of, you know, uh, being an employee. Or I didn't know I didn't want to have this life of being a bad relationship. Like, there's just things I knew I didn't want. And that perseverance just helped me to get to what I am today. And so 
yeah, I think going forward now is just riding that same momentum with that higher level of understanding. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's one thing that I really like to talk a lot about is you don't have to have the whole vision or the whole journey necessarily dialed into the detail, right? I, I think that actually keeps people static. And I think it Stagnant, keeps a lot of people, easy. yeah, it keeps them from really just taking that risk and that chance. But you should be willing to sit with the discomfort, right, of contemplating what life looks like if you don't take any action. In other words, yes. to what you just said, what happens if 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 you don't acknowledge what it is that you don't want and you're not willing to go ahead and do something different, you know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of people miss the boat, man. So like, tell me a story that personally relates to your life, man, of a situation or an instance like that, because I'm willing to bet there's somebody right now listening to this, right? And they're listening to this shit right now because they're trying to extract a little bit of motivation to actually push past whatever that barrier is, man. Like what was the situation like that for you in your life? Like a specific story. And how did you, how did you actually get over the hump to choose something different? That's a good question. I think a big thing for me was I can go business wise or personal wise. Yeah, man, whatever. (laughs) So let's do business first. Right. So a big thing that was with me, I, I want to talk about the transition I made from uh, even just getting in the online space, right? Um, so for you guys who don't know, I, I'm full Nigerian. So I have my Nigerian dad and a Nigerian mom, if you guys know anything about immigrants. I love it. Niger, you know, I'm Cameroonian. Niger. So you already know. So you already know. Having immigrant parents, you know, and doing your own thing, it's, it's, it's not equal. You know, it's not the same more so we're focused on education and then, you know, getting your uh, ranks and, you know, engineering, doctors, some type of, you know, white collar profession. And I just didn't want to go that route. It just wasn't me. And the pushback that I had from my parents, you know, was definitely enough to deter anybody away who wasn't focused and wasn't really rock solid on their own foundations. And the biggest thing that really helped me, and like I said in the beginning of the podcast, was just understanding what I want, right? And letting them know that. Like, and, and the thing, the biggest thing that really people are afraid to do that from because of their, they're afraid of the uh, discomfort that they're going to have from the person that they're telling that to, right? Because it's very uncomfortable, especially, you know, let's say your wife, your girlfriend, you know, your parents. It's a very tough conversation to have. But it's more so the thing of like, I rather, and I, I, I remember I heard this first from Gary Vee, right? I rather live with the discomfort for a couple months than me either being right or me being wrong. One of the two. <laughs> like, that's, that's one of the two is going to happen. I'm either going to be right or I'm either going to be wrong. And that's okay, right? But I'd rather do that than not do it my own way. And then I live with regret and I live with a small bit of resentment towards you because I'm going to blame you as the reason why. I didn't mm-hmm. go and chase that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, that's a huge thing, right? And so it's one of those things that you should have to be willing to bet on yourself. I love that. Before we get to the business example, people fail to realize that living with that little bit of regret, as you just so eloquently put it, like that takes energy from you. You know what I mean? Like th- that, that's robbing you of creative energy or something more positive for you to actually use as fuel to propel you towards something greater. So that's one thing for, for people to really yeah. be mindful of. It's like, yo, like, where is your energy? What is it going towards? Is that thing serving you? 
And if it's not, if it's out of alignment, like that's where, from what I'm hearing from you, you, you just got to be man or woman enough to, to step up and take ownership over that thing, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Whether they be friends, family, it's just one of those things where just like you, no one's going to care about you more than you, you know, let's be real about it. And so because you understand that you have to do things that are going to not so serve others and more so serve you instead. So while having that conversation or after having that conversation with your parents, and by the way, I can totally relate, man. My parents are from Cameroon. My dad's half Nigerian half Cameroonian, my mom is full Cameroonian, and they really do force feed you that American dream wrapped in the conventional gift wrap, right? Engineer, lawyer, whatever, <laughs> like Kevin j- just explained. How did, they, how did they react to the news of you saying that you wanted to go and, and build this online business for yourself? Or did you even know at the time that the online space is what you wanted to go head first into? No, I mean, yeah, the biggest thing, they kind of just thought it was like, uh, they thought I was kind of just like getting scammed by something, right? Like maybe I just read something online and like, oh, Lord, he's going to lose some money and da, 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 da. And yeah, it was just the consistency of it. And I think the biggest realization for them was when I was working. So after I graduated college, I started working under them because um, my parents have their own business. And so I was working pretty much full-time with them and also doing my side thing. But what was the business? So they have a home health business. It's a concept home health business. So like, yeah, if you guys know what home health is. Very popular business model amongst African parents. My my dad had one too. (laughs) (laughs) When done right, it can bring in a lot of bread too. When done right. right. (laughs) Easily, easily. I guess you already know. You already know, man. (laughs) So yeah, man, going... And uh, working with them for some, I think maybe about a year or almost close to a year, I started getting enough clients on my side where, you know, I was just making enough more money where I didn't really need to work with them. Like I was actually losing money working with my parents than if I was just focusing on myself. And on top of that, my parents' business was doing the best and I'm just kind of sitting on their payroll, you know, probably doing like out of 40 hours a week, I'm doing like five hours of work, right? So yeah, I just told him, like, hey, like, you know, I'm going to go full time with this. And uh, my dad, he's a pretty straight up guy. He's like, well, as long as like, I'm not paying for the bills, like you got it. But my mom was more so like, you know, the worrisome, you know, some other mother's intuition. So yeah, it was a lot of pushback. But I think from there, just standing on my two feet and and me surviving for months and months without them giving me money, is kind of just like, oh, wow. Well, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he has gotten to that point now. So I'm very curious. You mentioned your parents thought you were, you were getting scammed whenever you mentioned, you know, e-commerce and what you can do with generating traffic for all these different businesses to create something real meaningful for yourself. When you were first introduced to this as an option, what was that moment like where you have to differentiate if this is just like that new next internet hype thing versus something right. le- legitimate that like you can win at? Because I think another challenge in today's era is there's just so much options out there, right? And, right. and, and we're all living in this world where we want things and we want them now. We want them quick, right? Especially on the internet. Right. And I think a lot of people get caught up in that. So in your mind, how did you like differentiate and distinguish between the two and say, nah, like this is legit, legit. And I just have to be willing to commit. Like talk us through that. Yeah, man, I, that's a really good question. I think the biggest thing 
was that I just just realizing it going through numbers and just like think about it logistically it's like kind of like how we talked about well my intro right like uh-huh. I can help you spend one dollar and get back five you know when it, if you kind of say it like that it's like well shit well yeah like well, let me at least try it like <laughs> come on and so like that's how kind of that's how it pretty much came off to me i was doing i started off with high ticket affiliate marketing which that's how i got into the online space was high ticket affiliate marketing so basically like for example if you guys don't know let's say that if you have some airpods in your ear you know that's let's say 150 right and uh, your friend says hey you know john where'd you get those airpods from you say hey i got them from that store over there whenever he goes to that store you get paid from it. That's affiliate marketing. Mm-hmm. But I was focused on high tickets. So instead of this item being 150, the item was 1500. The item was 15,000. It was 60,000. So the commissions are a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. And so just running numbers like that, it just made sense. I was like, oh, if I can just get two people, you know, that's like $2,000. Like, you know, it just, it just made mathematical sense. I think the biggest plunge that helped me get serious was it was my financial commitment I had to make to it. Because mm-hmm. if you're doing affiliate marketing, you have to buy those rights to sell those products. And so because it was high ticket, I spent like, you know, easily like 20000 plus investing into buying licensing rights. And I, I paid for that at like 21, like 22, 22, 23 years old. And so telling your parents, so yeah, I'm about to pay $20,000 plus for this thing. Wow. You know, it's getting your friends to help you with this as well, too. It's one of those things. So it's like, well, shit. Even even if this doesn't work, I'm gonna find a way for this to work because yeah. of the commitment that you made. And yeah, so that's like, once you make that, to me, and I always say, like, you'll know if somebody's interested based on their pockets, based on the money that they're giving you. You know, yeah. you can always say if somebody really wants something, you can tell them if they're willing to pay for it. Right. Once you make that financial commitment to yourself and you really plunge into spanking on something, you're going to want to make that money back regardless, you know, regardless yeah. of how you do it. Doug, I mean, I 100% agree with that. It's one of the reasons why I went out and hired Travis to be my podcast coach. You know, I was kind of just yeah. fucking around with it, man. Like I started podcasting almost two years ago, but I was doing it just kind of whenever I felt like, you know, I was using app called Anchor on my phone and just picking it up and and then finally, I mean, like the desire and the will to podcast wasn't going away. And I was like, you know what, man, like I need a firm commitment. I need to hold myself accountable. What's the best way to do that? Go out and drop six racks. on Get a coach. coach. Yeah. Let me yeah. get a coach. <laughs> no need to reinvent right. the wheel. This, this, guy, this guy has done it. And I'm, I'm a follow through, you know, and, and you and I were just chatting offline. I was like, yo, what's my biggest goal right now? Like just delivering, staying consistent. So easily. So yeah, I love that you, bring you, know, that you made that commitment. You made that commitment. It's just like, well, shit, I paid all this money. Like, if I know one thing for sure, I'm gonna put out some podcasts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar, man. Yo, yeah, right, right. <laughs> let's go back to the affiliate marketing thing. I think that's such a fascinating world and space. And and you and I need to talk offline because we're working on some projects right now that I think we can collab on. But Explain to us what affiliate marketing is. Honestly, in my mind, I just always thought that like if you had an online presence or audience, you could become an affiliate for nothing and just say, hey, I want to support that product, that product, that product, use them and drive traffic to them. So explain that world. Maybe there's somebody listening right now that's like, oh man, like I need a hustle right now. You know, something that- Yeah, no, man, like for sure. Like affiliate marketing, it's, it's, it has its pros and cons, just like everything else, right? Pros is- you don't have to have the product. 
you're not the business. So the customer support, you know, the selling, like all that is done by the company. All you are doing is just your traffic machine and just giving these company people. So out of every 10 person people you give them, let's say three of them buy and then the company just pays you. And so I personally think the best thing, the best type of affiliate marketing is high ticket because like I said, you, you make so much return, right? So you're selling it, let's say you're selling a $50 product, you're going to go through, let's say out of 10, you're going to go through, let's say seven no's to get three yeses, right? And you made 150, right? But let's say if you're selling a high ticket item that is 1,500, let's say you go through 10 and let's say you only get one. Let's say you only get one yes, but it's $1,500. So you're putting in the same amount of effort, but you're getting much more money. Yeah. And so that's why I think high ticket, mostly so a high ticket item is usually, it's, it's usually some type of thing that's helping people to make money online, right? So it kind of like ties in with that MLM network marketing space, right? So that was relatively the one I did and the ones that I see online as well too. They're just products that give you tools and resources to help people build their online business. And so let's say, for example, like you say, hey, Kevin, I want to go and I'm, I'm looking to get a done for you emails and I'm looking to get a website done. And you're like, cool. Hey, I know a business I can do it all for you. And I send you to that business and then you end up using them and then you get paid. Oh, bet. Okay. So what are the cons? Cons. So the cons is, so what happened with me was the, <laughs> the actual company I was working for was actually a scam. And so like, yeah, right. Pops so I was, was like, right. Pops was right. <laughs> right. So like I was, but see, I was getting paid. So they were still paying me, but like the business wasn't doing the fulfillment part that I was promising. Uh, yeah. And you're yeah. the face, so you, like, you're customer facing. Right. Exactly. Cause I'm like, Hey, I, I'm doing with them, work with them. Hey, send them to them. And then I get paid from them. And then from there, but yeah, man, I'm just finding out like the end of the FCC ended up shutting them down. And yeah, man, like they just weren't fulfilling on like anything. Like it was crazy. So that's a pretty big con. And another con was, you know, you talk to a lot of, it happens in business as well too, but you talk to a lot of tire kickers, right? Especially, you know, people who want to make lazy money. And so they're like, oh yeah, like they, you have, they have this whole interest, but when it comes down to actually putting the financial commitment down, it's, you know, it's always some type of excuse, right? So just different. Those are just some of the cons I can think of on the top of my head. Yeah. But like I said, that, that's pretty much with like any business, you're going to have pros and cons. So I would definitely say just do more research, especially into the company that you're looking to do affiliate marketing for. Awesome. Awesome. I love that, man. And I think it's so important to uh, be transparent with some of these different opportunities. You know what I'm saying? I, I think people are just like, ah, oh, it's the internet. It's a scam. It's this, it's that. But right. like, you know, be willing to like take a little bit of time and actually like investigate and research what it is you're right. looking for. Yeah, exactly. You may miss out on opportunities or you may identify some of these things that are just not really going to be in alignment with you. Right. And, and just pivot and, and, and find the next thing. So you're not really doing the affiliate thing anymore. You've, you're, you're now focusing on helping brands, right? Like, like get right. more traffic online. What was that shift like? And, and was it just sort of like that next step that was, you know, very organic to your journey or was it like deliberate? Like, yo, like this is where I got to go because the affiliate thing 
Or, or exactly. was that like? Yeah. Yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on it. It was just okay. like the affiliate thing just wasn't working, man. I was just like it was just sucking energy out of me. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. But like the way that I got people to the site or the way I got people to buy from this company was through using paid ads. Okay. And so like I understood the concept of how to do it. I just didn't like the product that I was doing in the process. So I was like, well, shit, I can just help other people do it. Like it's the same thing. And so then from there, I just started running ads for just literally any and every niche you could think of real estate. I even got super niche. I, I, I did, um, lead generation for exotic dog breeders. <laughs> <laughs> Helping exotic dog. Yeah, dude. Like, like exotic dog breeders who are like selling their puppies online. I was trying to get them to get more sales. Like, and so like, yeah, man, like just trying so many different things. I got to really experience, um, a lot of possibilities with advertising and so then from there i pretty much found my niche once i started working with the agency i was contracted with them got them through upwork so upwork and freelancing is another great way people can also like make more money that's really how i started right after the affiliate marketing thing i just got into freelancing did a couple projects running some ads and then from there i found like my one big client it was a startup agency um they had some really really cool brands um that like i said were that were like seven eight nine figures you know stores and so like to get that much experience so fast and then working with them for so long i got to just test so many different things but yeah man so then from that I just went into yeah i just kept going in that route and then went from freelancing and then now consulting so now I pretty much just doing the consulting aspect now that's what's up man i love that all of that has come about as a result of you just putting yourself in motion like i i heard i was listening to a podcast recently with ed mylett and I think David Hussey, some dating coach or something. And David Hussey mm-hmm. was like, yeah, like answers are the reward for just doing shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like, you know, trying to like stand still where you are and, and like, you know, rubber neck like around the band. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, like just, just, just keep it moving. Excuses. Right. Easily. Right. So Easily. what's the vision and the goal for you now, man? I mean, I see you living this remote lifestyle. When we met in Vegas, I think you were on like a personal development tour of all these different conferences and stuff. <laughs> and like, 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 right. like, like, talk to me about what you're really building. Cause I, I, I know you've got a vision, but I, I'm curious to hear you put it in your own words. What does that look like for you? No, man, for sure, dude. I, I was actually like journeying about that today or yesterday. Well, like, you know, what is it the thing that I'm like working for? And the biggest thing I think is more so just peace really working towards that and now from there now i can break down how does peace look like for me you know obviously i have to sustain myself and i want to have a very luxurious life but i also want to be peaceful so how does that look right and what are the stepping stones for that and that's really like the biggest things that i'm working for so now it's like okay well what's something that i can focus on now and that's a really big problem that i can build you know that's happening now right yeah, man, really just like focusing on that, I think really, really, really helped me to find out that that's going to be my big purpose and my big why of why I'm even like, you know, trying to have a business online. I love how you're thinking in terms of being solution driven. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, we're all put here and we're all designed, I believe, to bring about some level of impact. You know what I mean? Right. I, think, I think the problem is like people are like looking at like the impact that some famous singer may have, like Jennifer Lopez, and and they're looking at them. They're like, how will I ever have that kind of impact? Like, 
it's not apples to apples. You need to focus right. on what's that impact you can have like right now within your community. And, and it starts with finding problems and challenges and issues that you may be able to solve. So I, I love that. I think that's a great place to start for anybody that's a little confused about what that looks like. Yeah, man. Like I, like it's a thing cause being able to work from my laptop and you know, the MS of social media, right. To just give everybody this crazy perception, right? Like, Oh yeah. You know, like Kevin, he makes millions of dollars. He doesn't do anything. Right. But like, you probably don't even realize I'm stressing more than you right now. Like, right. <laughs> because I don't have right. that consistent check coming in. So a lot of people ask me, okay, well, you know, how do I do that? You know? And it's literally just as simple as it's like, well, what's something you're good at and what's a problem that people have, mm-hmm. you know, and what's something that you're good at and, finding a problem that what you're good at can solve. So if you say, Hey man, I, I enjoy writing. Well, I tell all my friends who are writer, do get into copywriting, bro. Like if you can get into copywriting and just like make money for people with your words, what you already like to do, come on. I'm a great photographer. All right. Well, cool. Like find influencers, influencers, they need content all the time. You know, just finding what you like, finding what you do and just finding somebody who needs that. It's literally that simple. Yeah, bro. I mean, in your opinion, how important is it that people seek out mentorship or examples of folks that have done these things themselves in order to have some resolve and some peace of mind that they can do it too? I mean, like, I know you're really into personal development. So I want you to just touch on that real quick as we come up on time, like how big that personal development aspect is and, and potentially mentorship so that people can be a little bit more resilient in this journey because entrepreneurship is not easy to your point. You just said it, man, like on the outside, it looks all fun and rainbows and unicorns, but like people don't see like the breakdowns we all have from time to time in the corner of our bedroom. So how big has personal development been uh, in keeping you on path towards this vision? Yeah, man, it's been huge, man. It's honestly like the biggest reason why I'm in it entrepreneurship because of personal development man because the biggest thing entrepreneurship because you are relying on yourself you really have to focus on you really got to focus on yourself so you got to figure out better ways for you to get better as being a better person a better communicator so like man dude like (laughs) while i was in school literally going from middle school to college i was not a reader at all you couldn't pay me to read a book you know what i'm saying but from there getting into entrepreneurship and then, okay, well, I think the, the biggest thing that kind of got me started was The Secret. I think I watched the, the Netflix documentary, The Secret, and then just understanding the power of affirmations. And then understanding that, then from there, okay, well, what else can I do? Then I picked up how to make friends and influence people. And then it just becomes a rabbit hole, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it becomes a rabbit hole. You just get obsessed with like, okay, well, damn, like, you see yourself getting better. That's the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Like you literally see yourself getting better and you're just like, man, you just get that thirst of like always wanting to get better with whatever it's small, small, small things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, a book I, I, I got to recommend, I got to shout out right now is this book, Psycho-Cybernetics. If nobody's ever heard of it, Psycho-Cybernetics, oh. dude. Is that, yeah, man, who wrote it, that? Who wrote that? Maxwell Maltz. Okay, cool. We'll have that linked in the show notes. I haven't, I haven't heard of that one before. What are you liking it with it? Yeah, dude. Man, so the, the biggest thing the book is about, it's about um, how to tap into the power of your subconscious. Because the power, the, the, the law of affirmations, you know, it's great. You know, you say, oh, yeah, I want this. I want to I wanna have a 50K month. You know, I want to make 200K by the end of the year. And you have these things, but, like, you don't realize that your subconscious is the one that's going to get you to that. 
that your, your subconscious that you don't even know that's working in your background, that's what's going to help you to get to that goal. And this book helps you to understand that and control your subconscious to able, so you're able to get to that goal that you've already, that big goal that you already planned in your mind, your subconscious is already working while you're sleeping, while you're talking with your friends, you know, while you're drinking a beer, you know, whatever. Your subconscious is constantly working in the background. But if you're not working on that subconscious, you're just going to have, you're going to have that big idea, but then a thousand microseconds of, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too hard. I can't do it. What about this? What about that? So once you, once people understand how we can control that, dude, the world is our oyster, man. Damn. I love how you put that. So what are you personally doing every single day to build that subconscious muscle? Like what's that practice or that takeaway would look like for you? Man, a big thing that I practice is journaling and reading. You know, I, I journal, I journal pretty much every morning, let's say out of seven days, maybe like five to seven. And I read, read about 10 pages of a, a book a day. And yeah, man, just like those small things just always help me just to practice. And honestly, I talk to myself a lot more than the average person, I believe. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man. We're so similar. Just like, yeah, right, we're so, man. We're so similar. My, my girlfriend just moved in with me this weekend, and she's heard me talking to myself a, co- a couple of times. She's like, yo, I didn't realize like, you were your own best friend. Yeah, right. You know, I'm really. Like, not really. And I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, baby, since day one. <laughs> yeah, man, easily, easily. Sorry, yeah. you come number two. <laughs> and Andy Frisella talks about this too. He talks about like coaching yourself, man. Like so many people are right, looking for, for sure. influences outside of themselves to be better or to find motivation. And there's nothing wrong with that. But like sometimes you need to like be that coach that you need. You know what I'm saying? You need to find that little internal spark of that fire that's going to get you going, man. And, Easily, and, man. And, and, Easily. and, and, and that, that's where, you know, the personal development is so, so key, man, because it, it gives you more buying and more stock into you as an asset. Like you're, you're feeding yourself. I don't think like people always realize that like you're actually like leveling up your worth that then creates so many possibilities that exist that you can then tap into once you level yourself up. And so I love because you you're about loving that. yourself up and doing that, dude. Easily, especially even like we're working out, man. Like yeah. I know you did the seven, the seven, uh, 75, 75 hard. Uh, hard challenge, and yeah. you know it's very simple, not easy. It's simple, but the biggest thing is that you're coaching yourself. You know, when you're working out, you're coaching yourself. You know, like damn, I'm tired. I got ten reps, but I'm at eight. Let me stop. That small push of just like, nah, like stop being a bitch. Let me do 10. Let me do three more. Fuck it. Like, let me do three more. That small push is just going to carry out literally just through everything, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's man, dude. Like it's, it's so crazy how much like just working out, just because working out, you work on your body, but you're really working on your mental. And that's really why I, I tell my friends, like, I mean, you work out all the time, but like, I have to do it for my sanity. Mm-hmm. Like just because like, that's like where, the one place I can really be talk to myself and be real with myself. Like, nah, like your mind knows your body. Stop being lazy and do it. Like, come on. And it just carries on through business and everything, dude. 100%, man. Thank you for opening it up about that, bro. We're coming up on time. And so I want to transition to our random round. But before I do, I want you to let people know where they can, you know, stay plugged in with you, follow your stuff. I know you're working on, or I think you actually just released like a guide that talks a lot about some of the online things you talked about. So go ahead and shout that out right now so people can engage with those resources. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, Yeah, like... If y'all want to learn more or just follow me, 
you can find me on IG on my IG name is it's Kevin Joseph ITS Kevin Joseph. Um, yeah, if you're trying to start a business, start a brand, or just running ads in general, I created a guide. I work with a new client, and we were able to hit about a million plus dollars in revenue in about four months, a little under four months. And so I basically just wrote an outline of how I was able to do it. And so you're going to be able to look at this outline and either copy it for your business, copy it for your clients. Pretty much you can just take that outline and just do whatever you want with it, man. Love it, brother, man. Thank you for being you, man. I'm so happy that you and I ran into each other. Honestly, it's the beauty of just putting yourself out there, man, because I wasn't even sure I was going to make Vegas. And I'm happy I did because I came away with a great friend and somebody that I look up to. And I just can't wait to continue to watch your journey and your successes, man. And hopefully link up with you here sooner than later, somewhere around the world. And make, some, make something happen, man. I got to come out there to Denver. I got to, man. Yeah, man. You flaked last time. I remember that now. I know. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go hide in my corner now. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. No worries, man. All right, man. You ready for the random round? It's called the free time five. Just five fun questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. First and foremost, man, what's one dream you have that hasn't come to fruition yet? Oh, one dream I had that hasn't come to fruition yet. Um, I definitely have a dream of skydiving. Mm. I haven't man, done it yet. I, I don't have the balls, man. I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm too scared. I'll be honest. I don't know. I like so, to think you know, everybody tells me it's so... Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I got a dream out there somewhere. Like, yeah, you know, let's jump off a plane. Why not? <laughs> Love it, man. Uh, secondly, if potential or a physical place that you could travel to, like imagine it was a destination on a map, what would be more fun for you, Kevin? Would it be the drive or the journey there or would it be just arriving? Hmm. Dang. What I like the the drive, I, I, I feel like you can't really appreciate arriving unless you went through the journey. Like I I don't see it. Like you know, like there's like compared to me making a million dollars, compared to me like winning a million dollars in a lotto. Like this, I'm not gonna apply the same lessons that I learned, man. So as as much as I don't want to say, it, man, it's a journey, dude. <laughs> gotta gotta have that journey. Love it, brother. What's your favorite book? My favorite book. book. Yeah, favorite personal development book. Um, shoot, I can give you the Psycho Cybernetics, man. Plug it again, man. Uh, it's the book I'm reading right now. I got it in my top three, but we're going to put it for one for right now, man. So Love it, man. What's one empowering quote you want to leave with the audience today? One quote that I want to leave with you guys is keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Get 1% better every day. That's the biggest thing. And you don't got to get three. You don't got to do crazy steps. You can just get 1% better every day. Adds up. Mm, I love it, man. And last but not least, I'm really big on visualization. I believe that all amazing things start off as just a little itty bitty ideas, you know, in our minds. So I want to know today, man, as your witness, where are you at in the next six to nine months? That could be personally, mm. professionally, or whatever. Nice, nice, nice. Six to nine, six to nine months. Man, we're looking at the end of the year, man. So we're going into the new year. Six to nine months, and I can have this on wax too because I'm on your podcast, man. Yeah. So six to nine months, man. I see myself debt free, just debt free for me, the person debt that's around maybe like about twenty plus thousand just from investing with myself, my business, so being debt free. And yeah, man, just that much more closer to uh, being peaceful, man. Kevin J, man. Thank you so much, brother. 
Hey, man, thank you for having me on here, man. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. So there's no better time than the present to get into the arena of your life and to start moving towards your purpose and potential. Peace. Hey, I want to personally thank you again for tuning in. At the end of the day, I really do believe that we're all in this game of life to help one another out. And that the best way we can do this is through sharing our stories more openly and honestly. And so, if you like the show, please take a quick minute to leave us a rating, drop us a review, and subscribe for more. Also, I'd love to get to know you a little bit better and hear your story. Please head over to carlsona.com slash chat. That's Carl with a K, S-O-N-A dot com slash chat to book a 15-minute free Zoom call with me. And I can't wait to see you there.